Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. The words worry and anxious appear in the Bible more than 20 times, mostly in context to humans dealing with anxiety. The words afraid and fear, although sometimes in different contexts, appear more times than I wanted to count. How many of us worry or get anxious about life? I am a professional worrier. If there was a professional worrier's league, I'd be a champion and a billionaire by now. I have always worried about things. Will I be good enough? Will I be successful? Will anyone like me? Will I be good at a job? What about tomorrow? What's going to happen to my life tomorrow? What's going to happen for the rest of my future? What happened in the past that I still have guilt and regrets about? I worry about almost everything. I've gotten somewhat better, but still find I spend significant time worrying or being anxious. Why? It seems that we want to be in control of our lives and can't. So we worry. Our lack of control makes us anxious. We cannot always control what happens to us, nor were we meant to. This is a time when some people are worrying a lot more or experiencing anxiety. I've heard people talk about how coronavirus is affecting them emotionally. It seems there are many people, many more people than usual, really struggling with life. Suicide attempts across the country are way up. Most of us have never seen anything like coronavirus. People are sick. People are dying. People are afraid. It is an unknown, and we don't know how to handle it. Social isolation is affecting many of us, so we get anxious. When I first heard I would need to stay home for long periods of time, I had some anxiety about that. I recently read a book by Susie Davis. She's been a Christian from an early age. Her book is called Unafraid. When she was 14 in an 8th grade classroom, she experienced one of the first school shootings. A kid in her class who lived just up the street walked in with a gun, shot the teacher several times, and walked out. Davis said that she spent the next 15 years being afraid. As a teenager, she couldn't even sleep in her room alone or be home by herself. When she got married, she had her husband check the house constantly. She worried about her children all the time. She struggled mightily with worry and being afraid. She said she loved God, but did not trust him. It wasn't until she learned to have faith that God was in control that she was able to stop worrying. Are we in that position? I have been. So what do we do? For help with worrying anxiety, some people read the Bible. Some pray. Some just choose to trust. Some people live wild lives. Some of us try all those things. Some have destructive habits. They use alcohol, drugs, denial, avoidance. In a book called The Good News About Worry, William Backus, a Christian psychologist, says that avoidance is the biggest problem. We don't like being afraid, so we avoid all thoughts and situations that make us afraid. Then the fear becomes even more prevalent because we don't ever confront it. If we try to avoid all unpleasant feelings or circumstances, how do we ever learn to trust God with these things? We are asked to trust God. What does that look like? It seems hard to me. We hear, just trust God and everything will be fine. How do we do that? I still find myself stressed constantly about life circumstances, even though I've been a Christian for a long time. Why haven't I learned to truly trust God? 
There are some things that have helped me. I read Christian literature extensively. I read my Bible. I pray. I attend church. One of the things I've found that helps me in the last few years especially is looking to creation. Romans 1.20 says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. I'm reading another book by Norm Geisler and Frank Turek called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. They are philosophers and Christian apologists. They believe that there is an absolute truth and they believe in God who created all things. One chapter covers creation of the universe as evidence for God. The earth, the sun, the moon, the stars show so many signs of incredible creation. Animal life, including humans, are incredibly complex. Scientists have been trying for years to create computers as complex as the human brain. They're not even close. Even an amoeba has DNA that equals more than 1,000 sets of encyclopedias. Think about us and how amazingly complex we are. If you study the human body, it is truly incredible. There seems to be a certainty that we are created by something far greater than us. I have always been an astronomy fan. I am in no way trying to be political here, but let's take a look at the universe. People have vastly different ideas about how the universe came to be. I'm not going to even try to guess how it all happened. I have no idea. Like everyone else, I have thoughts about creation, but contrary to popular belief, I wasn't there when it happened. But here are some facts that we know. The known universe is 92 billion light years across. A light year is 6 trillion miles. If you can come up with the number for me, let me know. That is incomprehensible to me. There are some 100 billion known galaxies. I can't even see across our own Milky Way galaxy. Our little galaxy is 100,000 light years across. It contains about 2 billion stars. Geisler and Turek said this, The universe is specifically tweaked to enable life on Earth, a planet with scores of improbable and inter independent, interdependent life-supporting conditions that make it a tiny oasis in a vast and hostile universe. Here are some of those conditions. The oxygen level is 21% of the atmosphere. If we're a little more or a little less, we could not exist. Atmospheric transparency. If it were more transparent or less transparent, the amount of acceleration would make it possible to live. The moon-earth in gravitational interaction is precise. If the moon were a little closer or a little further away, the gravitational interaction would not be conducive to life. CO2 levels. Related to climate change, more CO2 would make us burn up. Less would make us suffocate. If the gravitational force of Earth was, just get this, 0.37 zeros followed by a 1, different than it is now. Our solar system could not exist. The universe expanding one millionth more slowly would have made it collapse. If Jupiter were in a different orbit, we would bump, be bombarded by space material. If the rotation of the Earth were longer or shorter, we could not exist. If the axis tilted the Earth were slightly different, temperatures would not be conducive to life. 122 constraints like that have been identified. These show the very precise way in which this universe was designed. The universe is just one thing that we 
continues to know God is control, in control. Some of us find many other ways to know that. I found a video on YouTube, and it's a little bit long, but I'm going to read it because I think it's worth it. My child, I know you're worried about the present and what is going on in your life. Things may seem difficult and hard to overcome. You may feel lost and even without hope. But do not fear and do not worry. I am your father. You are my child. I will continue to take care of you. My child, I know you're worried about the future and what's to come. Not knowing what will happen may scare you. This fear may eat at you day in and day out. Do not fret and worry aimlessly. I am your father. You are my child. Your future is safe in my hands. My child, I know you are worried about things that have happened in the past. You have regrets and have made mistakes. You wish things happened differently or never happened at all. Don't be upset and don't dwell on things that can't be changed. I am your father. You are my child. I have always had my watchful eye over you. Trust me, trust me and know this truth. Even in times you feel you have no control, know that God has a plan for you and you will see it through to the end. Rejoice in all he has done and enjoy every moment that passes you by. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. What does this verse from Jeremiah 29.11 mean? I know that our circumstances don't always turn out well, according to what we think of as well. We get sick. People die. We struggle with relationships. We go through financial difficulties. People treat us badly. People who people judge us who may have power over us that affects our lives negatively. I think what Jeremiah 29.11 is telling us is that while we may go through struggles here, God is with us through those. He does not just leave us alone to cope on our own, and after our very short lives here, we go to live with the Father forever if we truly trust him. Our past, present, and future is under the control of God who can create a vast universe that we cannot comprehend. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The evidence is all around us. When I think about the universe that we live in, I know that God is in control. If he, if he can create something that incredibly complex and big that we have no way of comprehending, can he not have control over us in our circumstances? I think he does. Again, from Dr. Backus, The Good News About Worry. Faith, in contrast to worrying, is living in the now, leaving the mistakes of the past under the cross and the concerns of the future to him who even now is in charge of it. Will you pray with me? Lord, thank you for your creation that shows us that you are in control. Never let us doubt that you have us and you are holding us safely in your hands. In your precious name, amen.